So we went through the numbers, and somebody said, hey, guys, uh, Matt Judon's number nine. How can the punter Beringer be uh, number nine as well? Well, with 90 True. players, you are uh, doubling up in some instances. So, Did anyone grab the, uh, the, the number zero? Um, Nobody grabbed that, right? Because mm-hmm. you're you are allowed to wear number zero now. Does anybody have that? I don't think no. I saw it. Parker's out there. number one. I wonder uh, if Bill's like we're not doing number zero. I can, yeah. And I would say, can a coach tell you that? Like, it, does the coach have the power to dictate what number you wear? I would say I, I'm going to say probably yes. They but probably I, have I, to pass a test of the. Of the uh, great number zeros, who do you th- like? You hear Belichick now. Who, give me a great number you, zero. Who do you think you are, Jim Otto? Is he? A, I thought he I think, was a double I think zero. Jim Otto, double zero? I think Jim Otto was double zero. Actually, yeah, I was gonna say the, the double zero is like let's do that. Yeah, Jim Otto was a uh, double Robert zero. Parrish. What was it, Billy? Robert Parrish. Oh yeah, yeah. We're thinking of football, football because player, football so. didn't because it was uh, the the whole like uh, the zero was was banned for a while. Like yeah. some of these college teams, like that have, that have over a hundred kids, they should just go with I'm number one hundred one. <laughs> just literally, just just don't double up on them. That's the thing. They what they're doing is doubling up. Uh, yeah, hold on. I just did uh, great number zeros in football, and believe it or not. There is a tracker of how many players across the league grabbed uh, number zero. Apparently, DeAndre Swift in Philly. Um, what is it? Uh, Roquan Smith with the Ravens. Okay. I look at number zero as a new beginning. Oh, there you go. Starting from zero. Oh, here you Starting go. From zero. Here, here's one for you. Do you know who number zero is on the Miami Dolphins? Oh, no. Braxton Berrios. Really? The wannabe Edelman. Oh, jeez. Calvin Ridley is going to wear number zero with the oh, that's uh, right. Jags. That's oh, right. Off his suspension? Is that the same yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Look, yep. he's starting from zero, too. I'm starting over. Paris Campbell for the Giants, I guess, is going number zero and all that kind of stuff. So, Do you, do you think that you can tell? Just do my own little, like, uh, like little, like, uh, uh, you know, look back at how things used to be. Do you think you can tell how, uh, how Bill thinks of a player based on the number he gives them? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, for example. Because I know that, again, there's some duplicate numbers that have to go on during, uh, during preseason. Uh, for example, number 80 and number 81, pretty popular numbers. Mm-hmm. You, very identifiable. With certain players, those long feel like of success. Those feel like on the roster numbers. Uh, number eighty would be a Keishon Abute. That's right. Booty is eighty, and okay. uh, Douglas is eighty-one. Is eighty-one. I would say Keon White ninety-nine. That's a keeper number. That's a keeper number. Yep. Ninety-nine is a specialized. We're not just going to give this to you uh, with uh, with the idea of cutting you. Ninety-nines like uh, don't get cut. Eighties don't get cut. Eighty-ones don't get. Especially for young players. Yeah, we're not cutting you. Uh, Jake Andrews at 67. That's a permanent number, it feels like. Okay. That's a coping. Oh, that's right. That's right? a coping. Who's got 88? Anybody got 88? I don't think so. I think Scotty Washington might have it. No, he's mm. like 17 or something like that. Well, you know, it's interesting that the, the numbers came out for the rookies Fourier because it's got us kind of talking about the roster. And uh, I know that for some people – 
roster construction. It's like, oh, I don't care. Just give me the best guys and da 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 and all that stuff, right? Well, this is where you start to get into position battles. And Foyer, I did a very, what I would call, preliminary exercise in filling out the roster. Can I add a word to that? Uh, Please. Extensive. This is a pretty good breakdown. (laughs) You did a lot of work on this. Yeah. uh, I don't think I've typed this much in a week. uh, No, you would just put a quote in there that would take up a a paragraph and a half or something. But I would throw the grid off and I'd be screaming and you'd be laughing. Uh, That's about how that goes. You want to know my favorite little tab to press? What's that? Paste and match style. Uh, Yes. Paste (laughs) and match style is very important now in terms of our little grid. Uh. So I did something very basic, folks. I just went quarterback, wrote in who I thought were the guys that are on the roster. Because, look, at quarterback, it's more than likely. It's Mac and Zappy. Those are the two guys that are active. What happens after that, I don't know. So I tried to run down some of the actives. I'm at 50. I'm at 50 players right now that I think are on this roster. And I do not have a fourth running back, a third tight end, a fourth tackle. I've only got two guards. I got five defensive ends, five defensive tackles. And the load of special teamers are probably up for debate as well. So, like, on special teams, you're going to have Joe Cardona, and then you're going to have a kicker and a punter. So you set aside those three. And then I I wrote down Foyer, and you tell me if they're on or if if it's up for debate, right? Okay, where are you starting? I'm going to start special teams. Oh, okay. Slater. Absolutely. Mac Wilson. Absolutely. Calvin Munson. I'm going to go with a yes. Chris Board. Yes. Brought in specifically for this. Brendan Schooler. Um, I'm going to go with yes. Cody Davis. Uh, yes. And then you got your kicker, punter, snapper. So there's nine core yeah. special teamers that you and I already think are on the roster. Yeah, and I would say, like, a lot of the free agent signings were a lot of these guys that, that you just mentioned specifically brought in to make special teams better. Yes. Core special teams players. So they're really starters on special teams and, you know, perennial, you know, scout team guys. That's Fair. what they're doing. That's yeah. right. So that group is kind of set. Now, on offense, I got some open holes here. I got Mack and Zappi, a quarterback. Ramondre, Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong, and an open spot for running back. Do you think there will be four running backs on the roster? Ooh. Oh, man. I'm trying to think how, how many they usually keep. It's normally four. Yeah. Uh, they um, Early in the year, they might try to get away with three. See, I think they. I think uh, I can see them now. They don't have to be at fifty-three on opening day. They can be under. You don't need to have fifty-three men on your roster. You can have an open spot. Well, so, there's your fifty. You can have an open spot, but I know that your fifty-three man at a certain point. That's how they figure out your cap allocations for the beginning of the so season. So my, my thing is, I st- I think they're going to add another back. I do too. So, so I got I an extra spot in there. So I don't even know if, but I don't know. But if is it's, it Ty oh. Montgomery? Is it someone on the outside? Well, I think it's somebody on the outside. Oh, okay. So I think that they are going to need uh, to have a spot for another veteran back. All right. So I got it. Wide receiver Devonte Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Juju, 
Is Taquan Thornton an automatic? Absolutely. Is Pop Douglas an automatic I, over Booty? Or can both guys make uh, the 53, man? I think, uh, again, we just went over the numbers right now. Uh, I'm going to go definitely with Pop Douglas. It's There's way too much, too much upside for him. Way obvious upside. Don't even, like, chase all the bullcrap narratives. Like, he's going to be on the team. Uh, Butte, haven't seen as much from, haven't heard as much about. So he could be a fringe guy. Can I just say, can he realistically make the 53-man? I'm starting to wonder. Now that Pop Douglas has emerged, unless they're going to sacrifice Parker or Taquan Thornton, which would be – I I don't see that Right now, I'd say no to Booty. Okay. (laughs) Which has never happened before. I'm just going to say. I never say no no to to Booty. And then Henry and Gusecki with a tight end spot open still. Yep, absolutely. How do they handle tackles? Will there be like, will they carry 10 offensive linemen? Normally it's kind of eight, nine. They did throw draft capital at it. So you do have Jake Andrews behind, David Andrews. You have two guards that are mixing in. Your starting guards are hurt right now. I'm assuming on when who's going to be ready for the regular season, he might be able to stay on whatever list for them to be able to slide one of these guys by. But it feels like Trent Brown, Riley Reef, Connor McDermott right now yep. at tackle. Uh-huh. No, good, solid. And then d- d- is there a fourth one, do you think? Or I mean, so you have two with one swing. Right. right, that's basically so. Kind it, of. It, it kind of feels like you're light, right? Because think about it, Trent Brown is. There's no guarantee that he's going to be ready. Mm-hmm. There, there, there isn't. Riley Reef, uh, old being the older player that he is, you have no idea what you're really going to get. Um, so I would say you probably need to protect yourself with one more person who can play tackle. Uh, and I wonder if that's where Calvin Anderson gets stashed. Hey, you're on NFI or whatever. Nah, we'll keep you there. Yeah, and this is like an, another question for for Dante tomorrow. Dante Skarniecki will join us at eleven thirty tomorrow after the first preseason game. I wonder, like, if he counts bodies. I wonder if if he has a okay. Your quota is X, right? Your quota is eight, right? right? Um, and you can only go above and beyond. Uh, it, it has to be like you know co-signed for man. It's like management has to sign off on it, right? If you're going to get a ninth, yeah. If you're you going to get a tell ninth me why. guy, why and how versatile yeah. are they? Yeah, and you would have to like. I almost feel like some of these coaches, and maybe Dante will be able to tell us like how much do you fight for guys to make the team, right? And like how how contentious is it? Well, and a part of the reason, folks, that I want to go through this exercise is to really show. How many that we're talking about in terms of the 53 man roster? I think we're looking at five or maybe six opportunities for guys to get on on the roster. I think you're at a solid 47, if not maybe even a solid 48 already, based on kind of what we know. Are they keeping Jake Andrews to be behind David Andrews? Probably, I would think so, yeah. right. So just in that alone, that is 19 offensive players with five spots that are open right now, and you probably need three offensive linemen for some of those open spots in terms of backup. It's pretty alarming when you think about it because we're going to hear so much about this. Like, I could see Kayshawn Booty pulling a – you'll love this one, Fourier. Hmm. He could be like Bam Childress. 
Remember Bam Childress back in the day? Oh, my God. I do. Uh, oh, Camp Hero and all that preseason hero. Got to find a way to get him on the roster. No way to get him on the roster. So Booty could end up playing great and might not. It's like, well, can he we was, get this guy into the practice not, yeah, squad? Yeah, if he plays great, then that's a different scenario um, because the, the, the question marks on him were just, you know, you know what type of upside does he have? And he had the, a couple big games at LSU, and you're wondering if it'll translate. If it does, if they're proven right that it will trans- translate, then the decision is a little bit tougher because, again, we talked about all these other teams are looking. Hey, passed on booty. They didn't really believe it. They were a little nervous about it. You know, kind of red flags here and there. And I can let somebody else develop them, and we'll see how it goes. Yep. That's where Tyquan Thornton still needs to perform this preseason. He's not going anywhere. I don't think so, but chance. but don't leave the door ajar. Let's put it that way. Uh, and then on defense, uh, Christian, I think this defense, in terms of the veteran roster spots, I think this group is kind of set. Judon, Dietrich Wise, Keon White, Josh Uche, Trey Flowers will set aside. Yeah, well, I'm forcing you to put him in there. I don't you think did. he's going anywhere. Uh, and they put him on a, what was it, a PUP list yesterday or something? Like, oh, they made it that. official, and then they put him on a list. Oh, so, so he's, he's on the shelf then. Uh, yeah, let me. He let may me, not even count because PUP means physically unable to play. That's right. So, to perform, And yeah. then, uh, what is it? Uh, a, and then you have, like, a certain he, window when he can come back. He's on active PUP, whatever that means. So, Trey Flowers... Not really on the you put you put him on the list, but he's in in blue, and then I got Barmore, Godshaw, Guy, Daniel Aquali, who every time they ask that guy to do something, he does it, and then you got all those Demarcus Mitchell, Carl Davis, guys like that to kind of rotate through, and linebacker I've got Bentley, Tavai, and Mapu. Not going to change, and at corner, it's Gonzalez, the Jones boys. Times three mm-hmm. and Miles Bryant. Yep. And then at safety, it's Jalen Mills, Adrian Phillips, Jabril Peppers, Kyle Duggar. Yep. All that right there. Twenty two. Yeah, de- you're right. Twenty two defensive guys. Wow. How how do you make this roster as a young defender? Maybe that's why the young Special defender. Teams. Well, maybe that's why the two young defenders they did draft are automatically factored in, and then the whole rest is on the offensive side. Yeah, and then I wonder, like, it, it, does it usually, should it be split equally? Like, each side of the ball, it, excluding special teams, has the same amount of players? Like, usually no. you have, it, you don't care about that, right? No, it's not like, I, hey, I, you, it's like you stole from me, you stole a couple of my spots, defensive guys. I need some bodies on my side. Uh, no, because that's where the uh, – I think it, it is normally weighted a little more toward offense if there is going to be a heavier number on one side than the other because the overwhelming majority of your special teams players are normally defensive backs and linebackers. So if you – now, again, I don't want Brendan Schooler playing 50 snaps in a game at safety. Yeah. But if you got to put him in for five over the course of a game because somebody gets dinged up, you got the ability to manage that. To me, your a lot of your core special teams guys are on that side of the ball. So if anything, you might give an extra spot or two to the offense because again, you got to have enough offensive linemen to be able to get through. And then there's the whole elevating guys on the practice squad and all that stuff. 
So I don't know. I kind of go into this preseason game thinking at most there are five opportunities for someone to make this roster if you're a young player outside of kicker punter because I think if you cut Nick Folk, who's picking him up? You'll be able to get him in week six if you need him, yeah. for God's sakes. You know what I mean? I feel like the young guys are going to get those kicking roles. And then after that, it's who can fight their way on. He may be on active pup. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. That's a good – you're right. That's a Because you know teams will engage in whatever they have to do to protect as many assets someone, as they can with all these rules and lists and, and stuff like that. And I also say that. someone will have a situation where they lose a couple close games because their kicker – Sucks. Yep. And they will say, at least Nick Folk, I know he can't get the ball in the back of the end zone, but the dude can make any kick any kick inside 50 yards. The guy's pretty automatic. At least right. he has been for the last two years. And someone on the text, shouldn't you do this after preseason? No. Because then you would be going in uneducated as to what spots are really open. I mean, if there's a young tackle that plays well, I don't think the Patriots are punting Trent Brown because some guy gets on a hot run during the preseason. It, what it is is this, to me, shows the reality of the fight of the NFL player to make a roster. Like, if you're Kayshawn Booty right now, you know Pop Douglas has outplayed you so far, and there are four guys that are already here. So that guy goes in, and some fans are thinking, hey, if he pops for 100 yards, you got to find a way to get him on. Then you start to say who you're crossing off the list – and it really isn't that easy. This is more of an exercise of you're going to watch guys that, yeah, some of them are going to be washing cars in three weeks. And some of them are also going to be hanging on for dear life, being thrilled, and we as fans being thrilled that the Patriots get to stash somebody on a practice squad because you don't uh, have to bail on them.